0: On this episode
1: of the AIE podcast.
0: When new content and summer of love collide.
2: Dang you, Blizzard. We have a Flashpoint news flash coming in fast.
1: AIE in ESO goes to
0: 11. Guild Wars 2 gets a little bit more balanced.
2: And um, yeah, we're talking amongst ourselves.
0: All that
1: and more coming up right
2: now.
0: You, the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE podcast.
1: Welcome to episode 388 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aliyah est gaming community, the Die Has Been podcast. This is Tetsemi, and to my right and a couple states over is MuCow.
0: Greetings, guildies and FC mates.
1: And to my left and upstairs is McCullough.
2: Folks, there's some fixed guns in the guild kitchen, and I don't mean the cat.
1: Nope. This week, we are having a host show. We're talking to ourselves. Welcome, us. Yay! Yay. All right. We will be digging into what we've been up shortly, but first, let's cover this week's
0: news. A.I.E. News. And we'll start with Community Mandatory Fun Nights where the fun is mandatory. Mandatory! But the attendance is not. So, you know, you don't have to show up. but It'd be nice if you did. Uh, Sundays, uh, we already had the 2pm Eastern of WoW Classic happening Um, in about, oh, what is that, 21 minutes? STO will be doing their Mandatory Fun Night at 8.30pm Eastern. And on Monday tomorrow... Guild Wars 2 at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Then on to Tuesday, Swotor is having their 9 p.m. Eastern mandatory fun night. Usually all kinds of crazy stuff going on there. They're a pretty big group. Then we're going to skip over to Thursday, where we have the Final Fantasy XIV Sprout Raid at 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, 9 p.m. max time. And then on Fridays, ESO, 9 p.m. Eastern, where you can fall off mountains. And then on Final Fantasy, also on Friday, a little bit later, although uh, sometimes earlier, depends, uh, mm-hmm. we have Final Fantasy XIV Mount Farming. It could be at 8 p.m. Eastern, could be at 10 p.m. Eastern. It's just whenever there's people that show up and say, hey, let's go get a mount.
2: So That sounds fun. Yep.
0: Saturday, Lord of the Rings Online, 8.30 p.m. Eastern has their mandatory fun nights. Also on Saturday... Final Fantasy XIV has map night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. I think they're doing the uh, latest maps.
1: They are. They're doing the level 90? Yeah. I don't know how levels skin. work in games anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's arbitrary at this point. It is. Um. Yep. Yeah. Then also a little later, Saturday's new Braid in WoW at 11 p.m. Eastern about it, but there may be um, more coming.
1: Who knows? And uh, I apologize to the note organizer. Oh, I forgot mm-hmm. to actually drop in the Summer of Love schedule, so we're going to knock that out at the top of the show so people are paying attention and not losing oh. it at the end. So huh? Summer get- of Love, this is a this is a rough draft for the dates upcoming just so you can kind of plan them and set them aside. We'll get the formal announcement out and finalized. But starting August 2nd, which is a Tuesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, math, 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Uh, that will be the walk of, from each of the games, uh, and I'm going to go through that in a minute, but this is the Remembrance Day walk for those that we have lost um, in the, the past year. In uh, WoW, Gusty will be taking us from the Shrine of the Fallen Soldier to uh, Booty Bay in that's retail in classic lucy will be taking us from the shrine of the fallen soldier to the gates of orgamar in lord of the rings maylung um adjusting the mandatory fun night from monday to friday um will conduct the ceremony at bree above the bluff and sotor uh b Kavanaugh will lead the walk on alderon in ESO, Redrum slash Ken uh, will lead the walk at the Panther Fang Temple. STO, Grebog meeting at Wolf 359 Memorial. In Guild Wars, Dahara, we'll meet at Lion's Arch at the Memorial Wall. And Final Fantasy fourteen we will be meeting Abavan at the FC House. Um, and possibly other games, so just keep an eye out. On the Discord, in the general channel, we'll announce all the things. Um, And that's the events. Uh, Basically, it's going to go from the 2nd through August 7th. Um, Gusty is going to be in charge of the WoW coordination. So if you have suggestions and or fireworks, uh, pets to give her, um, transmog run ideas uh, visit the other side, you know, and Alliance since we're uh, can now do a combined Howard and Alliance raid. Um, you know, all kinds of fun things in wow. Um, also, we are gonna be having d and d discussions. All sessions will be about four to five players. Uh, DP Roberts is gonna lead one on Thursday, uh, the fourth at eight to eleven. Pael is gonna lead one Friday from nine to twelve Eastern. Uh, at p.m. Uh, Desk is going to do Saturday, which is the 6th from 7 to 10 Eastern, and Memneth is going to do Sunday from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern. Titles and other details to come.
2: Awesome. All right. Um, and no, I'm not sitting here trying to get somebody to come on the show in right before to talk about Summer of Love. No, I'm not really trying to live schedule people. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> and in Streaming and Guild podcast news. So to our escape podcast. Um, We have player-made guild events coming up next week that uses macro binoculars and seeking Seeker Droids. You may have forgotten about them or have never had the chance to start those missions. And in Behind the Games podcast, the people that are are the studio behind the games chat with Hector Padilla of IO Interactive. Uh, Many game studios are having a moment right now where they need to figure out scale and learn and learn to be better, more professional companies. IO Interactive has figured this out with leaders like Hector Padilla, a people manager at IO. IO is the game studio that makes the Hitman series and soon to be the 007 games. Hector focuses on making team uh, making teams work together while developing all these great titles. Uh, they talk about... They talk here and, uh, and inside... uh they talk here about and inside views of IO Interactive and Hitman, how to run a studio with mature company, how to connect teams and people, and a little about how the future of gaming. So big thanks to Hector and IO. IO I'm sorry, that's IOI, isn't it? I can't yeah. read.
0: I would say don't say IOI because that is It's a, IO it is. Interactive.
2: IO yeah. Interactive. There we go. Yeah. Thank IOI you is the
0: evil, evil corporation from uh, Ready Player One. Yes,
2: exactly. There we go. Oh, it is. Yeah, absolutely. All right, and in working class nerds. Just a reminder: working class nerds is a not safe for work podcast, or for young ears. For that po- that point, um, episode one fifty eight: the multiverse of feta cheese. Yes, Marcus, Nick. <laughs> All right, the multiverse of feta cheese. Uh, Marcus and Nick talk discuss Doctor Strange and the multiverse multiverse of madness with their great friend of the show, Joey Feta. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Um, The three of them indulge in their ridiculous sidebar conversations and even give a breakdown of the movie. Enjoy. Okay, I need to listen to that one. That sounds like a blast.
1: Yes. (laughs) And in the Boards and Sword podcast, Battletech, Necromunda, Origins 2022, special guest Ken from Geekcraft. Apparently, Backerkit is making its own Kickstarter-like platform. Also, Magic (laughs) the Gathering is 30 years old.
2: Uh, yeah, yes, it absolutely is because we were in a in a league, the yeah. like when the game came out. So yes, I that know. was absolutely thirty years ago.
1: Yep. In more recent news, <laughs> see what you did there. Origins what? game fair was a few weeks ago, and Ken from Geekcraft is here to talk about it. In Star Trek Online Fleet Action Report. Farming Marky Marks. In this episode of Fleet Action Report, Greenbog and Nicodas are continuing to work on their budget builds for new player challenge. They run the mission for the Bejor ba- Defense Deflector and then move on to Task Force Operations for getting some marks.
0: Or a mark. And over in WoW news, so WoW players are busy making to-do wish lists with the announcement that Shadowlands Season 4 will arrive August 2nd. And we've, of course, been waiting for that uh, content for quite a while, you know, but uh, you, you, it's also maybe something else going on that week.
2: Yeah, please refer to earlier schedule.
0: Yep. Yeah, maybe something we were planning for quite a while and, and you know, weren't expecting them to swoop in. But, you yeah, know, it, it happens. But hey, you know, do content. Okay. Yes. Uh, Alliance raid team. Um, let's go skating oh so let's go skating can't forget the first part yep. is racing to down heroic jailer for ahead of the curve achievement go slugs there you go um while gusty tail and many others are running mythic plus dungeons to become keystone masters um uh, Virtus vertus uh, displaying their waste warped death walker the mythic plus dungeon achievement mount um so if you check the uh, show notes. Um, we have a, a picture of them on their mounts. Looks pretty cool. Yep.
2: All right. And Ian, classic news, one second, I'm going to see if I can't drop that into the. All right, I was trying to drop that picture into
1: the. Uh, oh, I got it.
2: Thank you. All right. Wow, Everyone. classic. Wrath Rath is coming closer. Surely the end of August or beginning of September. So we do have an influx of new players coming in to level the summer. As a reminder, to attract new players for hashtag 10 for Wrath, we're giving away 100 gold to any new player to make new skills, mounts, and leveling easier. Also, Blizzard has announced they'll be providing a 50% XP buff uh, before and during the Wrath pre-event. No announced date for that to start yet, but keep an eye out for it.
1: Yeah, bring, that to, to- bring that to retail, Blizz, would you?
2: Yes, please. <laughs> Uh, Sundays and Wednesdays are dungeon days at nine to eleven Eastern time, and we all, where we all help each other run five man quests and things. Uh, they're working on getting a ten to seventy. Um, they're working on getting ten players to seventy so they can uh, raid uh, Karazhan and begin to get that ten for Wrath synergy going. Our raid leader is um, Shriplace, and they're always ready for new. People to help run for fun in the classics.
1: Yep. And in Sotor News, Flashpoint Friday update for July. Normally, these are on the first Friday of the month, but in July, it will be on the 15th. We have operations teams running most nights of the week. If you want to try this type of larger group gameplay, just hop into Discord and ask about it. Our raid leaders are always on the lookout for permanent members and alternatives. MFNs continue to run on Tuesday nights. BC runs a mix of events, including operations, so there's always something fun to do. In many cases, your character can be any level as long as you have your personal ship so that we can summon you. No gear level or experience is required. Also special for this Tuesday, July 5th, there will be an MFN treasure hunt in SOTOR. So check the SOTOR channel and AIE Discord for more info on what is planned.
0: And in Final Fantasy XIV news... We have all kinds of new content coming. Uh, this is some late-breaking news um, that we, we kind of slapped in at the last second, um, but uh, wanted to let you know, um, recently uh, we had the new patch that had new Hildebrand story, of all things. <laughs> um and also the news that uh, it's likely that the uh, Ed Walker relic is going to be tied to Hildebrand, which has sparked all kinds of interesting discussion because, ah, you're making us do optional content mandatory now. Ah! Um, but, uh, you know, it's kind of fun because they they did this in the past. They made Crystal Tower mandatory when it used to be optional. They made yeah. uh, the... the Rabinastre stuff, um, mandatory if you wanted to do the shadow ringers, uh, uh, relic. So it happens, they do it. It's, you know, it's good content though.
1: It is. Um, it's, it's it's fun as long as your tolerance for silliness is fairly high.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, and to, to give you guys a little bit of, you know, uh, what is it behind baseball, uh, they wouldn't have made this decision if their data didn't um, tell them that it was feasible. Um, yeah. Either either a great majority of people have Hildebrand done that would have cared about the relics, or could get it done if they care about the relics. That they feel comfortable enough saying, "Okay, we're going to make this. We're going to tie this into the whole thing." Because you have to do the entire Hildebrand right. quest line to get to what they're talking about coming up soon. Yeah. So it's 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 a great thing. It, it opens up new raids, um, new trials, I should say. So, you know, you, you want to unlock those anyway. It gives you fun emotes, um, pets, oh, yeah. and all a kinds dance. of other fun stuff. A couple of dances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. Um, it's a lot of fun. It is. And this quest line is who we think when we do the uh, impressive uh, voice acting that they've been doing. Like the, the character talking. Yeah. Like they learned how to mess with the models by doing Hilderbank quests. Mm-hmm. 100%. So the extreme, yeah, the, the the extreme stuff they put Hildebrand through is testing to figure out for the regular game. So you have you have Hildebrand to think. Um, also uh, being continued is the Omega quest line um, from way back when from uh, Stormblood. Um, it was that raid series, so they're continuing that. Um, also, yeah, that's a good uh, series. Yes, yeah. I've actually, about a month ago, I finally finished it and that was really really good and it unlocked things in the world as yes. i did so so it was kind of nice in fact i then went back to see uh there's a couple scenes in the main story quest yes. that get changed if you had omega done so that was kind of neat yep so you, you can go back to your little book in the inn and and uh see that um also tatara was up to something um <laughs> i haven't figured out uh, what that is but apparently she's crafting things and selling them and you know making money cuz she said she was going to so okay. I need to get on on that. Um, and also apparently you can craft with amelions, Um And there's all kinds of stuff surrounding that that we won't get into. But uh, coming Tuesday, <laughs> uh, uh, patch 6.18 will be deployed. Um, they're going to have a huge 24-hour maintenance um, all throughout Monday, so I hope you have other plans. Um, <clears throat> what this is going to enable is cross data, uh, data center server visits. So for those of us that might have alts in other data centers that are not where AIE is, well, now we can have our characters visit and, and participate in all of the fun guild events. Um, you know, I actually have a rating tune over on the Aether data center that I can actually have come over and help with things. Cause so that'll make things a lot easier. Um, but yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the, sorry to the, uh, oceanatic, um, types cause, uh, they're not big enough to have the frost data center yet. Cause there's not many there yet. Yeah. But, uh, but everyone, like, all of Europe gets to visit all their friends. All of Japan gets to visit all their friends on all the other servers and all of the U.S. So it's kind of cool.
1: And just, if, if I remember correctly, when you go visit a data center, it's not an instantaneous thing. It takes a half hour for your character to transfer. Or am I thinking region transfer?
0: Maybe you're thinking region transfer. Um, okay. Because... The whole point of the cross data center is that it's all physically in the same data center. Okay, that's right. So, So
1: yes, it's the region I was thinking about, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's if you want to do a region transfer. But, yeah, no, this is just for cross data. Um, Essentially, all you're doing is just logging into a server, and it it pulls your character data. And that's why it might take a little longer than a normal login. But, like, we we were already able to do um, in the same uh, data, like, same server. Yeah. Like, you can... You can, you know, on, on uh, Crystal, you can jump from Goblin to Coral to all right. the other ones. But now you can do it across the whole data center. So it's, and it, I think they said it's, it's when you log in, you tell, I want to go to this data center with this character right. so that it starts the whole process of doing it. But they're still working on it. Like, it's, it's new tech. They got to figure it out. You know, they gotta yeah, they got to get that old code going. Um, late August, we are getting patch 6.2. Uh, there's, of course, going to be more of the main story quest there will be more of the raid tier, um, which is easy for so many people to say. Right. Yeah, but that'll be that'll be fun to see more of the uh, the old gods, as it were. Um, not not those old gods, different old gods. not, not but you know, the, different. Yeah, old new old. Got
2: it. Oh,
0: yeah, new old gods. New old, um. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, a new tribe quest uh, for gathering this time, which I believe is the what do they call the Omicrons?
1: Yes, I believe.
0: Yeah, yeah. So they're gonna be, be the new tribal quest. No longer beast tribes, nope, especially because now we're yeah we're including robots. Yeah. I think, be I like think beast that one's supposed
1: to be the crafting one. They're suspecting.
0: Well, they think it's gathering because it's where out where it as it's got some unique stuff to gather. Okay. Like they wouldn't, but it does like the, involve
1: that spoiler uh, bar, right?
0: Bar at the end of the end of the universe? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, supposedly, um, but. Uh, they, they have done more with less, so there's no telling what they're up <laughs> to. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and, of course, we've got more details for Animal Crossing. I mean, um, Island Adventures. They're <laughs> uh, uh, you They're yeah. trying
2: to hit the, the, your entire family there.
0: Pretty much, yeah. Um, they said they were, they're going to let our minions run free. Um, so I know Eludra will be excited to hear about that. Uh, also, they're going to let us farm on this island and do some animal rearing, uh, which will be uh, pretty interesting. And, and it's, it's free. The island's huge. Yeah, it's free. Oh, Great. Right. It, it, yeah, it just comes with it. It's
2: getting into some animal hus- husbandry. Yeah, they me. showed like
1: yep. they showed a map, and it was all pixelated yeah. except a little uh-huh. sliver of the beach. And on there, mm-hmm. what looked like a pixel out on your monitor, they're like, "Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a Hrothgar on the beach." Like, yeah. Oh God.
0: <laughs> yeah, like it's this place is going to be huge. Like. Yeah. Uh, and and I know we're gonna lose people to it. Like they're just gonna be Not like, sure. what game? Game? What? What do you mean game? No, uh, this this is game now. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean
2: map night? I've, I've never heard of this map night.
0: Yeah, no, no. I'm I've I've got you know I've got some some crops to to farm. It's, um, <laughs> I'm busy. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, but yeah, no. And I'm actually kind of hoping that they're gonna let us do um some like you know outdoor uh, furnishings and whatnot, and maybe some That'd indoor cool. like. To take care of the fact that no one can buy a house anymore.
1: <laughs> right, right. Aren't they, um, did they make that adjustment or when's that adjustment coming?
0: Well, uh, it, uh, yeah, I think it's coming. I think it's, if it's not on Tuesday, it's probably going to be the 6.2.
1: Yeah, because they're pulling back the small plots from the FCs and giving them to the people, right?
0: Well, yeah, they're because the, 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 the wards, the, sorry. Wards, yeah, it's, it's yeah. the wards because they were like, okay, all this for FCs. Huh. Not a lot of people getting FC houses. Interesting. Okay. Well, I guess we need to dial it back a little. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's and it makes sense. You know, it's, there's only so many FCs out there, but there's tons of players wanting houses. So, yeah. But uh, that's just, they're just, they're dealing with a symptom at that point. It's, it's right. going to be, it's, yeah. But that's why I'm hoping that they'll let us do some, some, uh, some house uh, building on the island because that yeah. would probably solve the issue.
2: That'd be great. Yeah.
0: Yep. They also talked about uh, a new type of dungeon called Variant Dungeons, Criterion Dungeons, and uh, basically just making dungeons harder. It, it honestly kind of sounds like like they're, they're taking a, a page from WoW's Mythic Dungeon book where they want to make dungeons a little bit more challenging for people that want that challenge.
1: Yeah, and so. this is like the first variant, the normal, is limited resurrections, and then the second variant is no resurrections. You're dead. You're oh, dead in got the
2: it, dungeon. No okay. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and you know the the ultimate raids are going so well that mm-hmm. there's there's obviously an appetite for challenging content. So that's why they're bringing this in. Um, also, they're doing it to be doing PVP series 2 with new rewards and all kinds of fun stuff. That's been going really well. Like the the new the new PVP setup has been really popular. I've been yeah. pretty amazed at the the, the 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 staying power of it because. It used to be like like PvP was an afterthought. Like you went there, you you played long enough to get some you know marks for for glamour, and then you were done. And now I'm actually seeing people there on a regular basis, which is pretty amazing. Um, okay. And of course, the you know the, the biggest and most important news of it all is that they are doubling our gram- glamour glamour jester size.
1: Thank God. Excellent. Yeah. No more glamour oh, okay. plates, but now you have 800 slots as opposed to 400 okay. slots to store yes. everything.
2: Yes, I understand. Okay. I understand that
0: problem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I I honestly wonder how big your closet is seeing what you bring out on a daily. It's a, a
1: basis. 10 it's, it's a, a 10 by 10. It's a, it could double as someone's bedroom. Small yeah. guest room, yeah.
0: That does not yeah. surprise me. In fact, that seems too small to me because I've it I've is. seen I've oh, seen is. the parade. This is a 10 of, by 10.
1: With an additional <laughs> costume rack in the middle of it, and I get about Jeez. that much of it. You
2: get a you you get a you get um,
1: a sixteen. What do you call shoebox? No,
2: you get like an eighth. <laughs>
0: And half yes. a dresser, anyway. <laughs> yeah, and half
2: a dresser. I get sure. the other half of the dresser. For, you know, For that those front that front may
0: not know, uh, someone is really into bounding and likes to share her uh, outfit creations in the real world. So yep. by
2: that we mean Disney bounding. Yes, Disney that's bounding. A whole yes. yes. Okay. Yes. It is. <laughs> wow. Where's, mind? Your mind? <laughs>
0: Where's your mind?
2: Where's your mind? Where's your mind? Anyway. <laughs>
0: But yeah, she's she's basically doing the real world glamour dresser thing going on, yeah. and you know, so but uh, but yeah, no, it's it's been a struggle. Like you know, oh, I have this new thing I want to put in my dresser. What do I take out?
1: Right. right.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, because there's no there's no there's no oh there's a sliver I can slip this thing in. No, no, you gotta mm-hmm. take a thing out to put a thing in. But uh, yeah, that's because they oh, I, like I loved they gave us the new plates. It's like yay, new plates. I can add maybe one because yeah. I just. I need more stuff. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But, you know, yeah. But uh, yeah, that that's all that's coming up. So uh, we'll go ahead and detail some of the AIE specific news. Yeah. To let you to remind you that A um, AIE map nights are Saturdays, usually at 9:30 p.m. Eastern. It's still very popular, obviously, because you can make a lot of money, and it's fun. Yeah. Like it's it's a very fun piece of content. You got to be level 90 though to do the latest stuff. You need to be able to access all of the zones, even the secret ones that you may not know about if you haven't finished the game. Um, there's loot, all kinds of prizes, and of course, it's just fun. It's just, like, it's it's a fun content. It's not hard. Um, it's got mm-hmm. a, just enough of a challenge that you can't just blindly do stuff. I mean, I guess you could if you really wanted to, but you'd die. Um, but uh, it's 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 honestly a lot of fun. It's The zone is just really well done. It's it's, it's very exciting visually. It's Yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Um, they don't require you bring your own map. Um, but if you do bring one, it just adds to the fun. Um, they are using the Coomber Skin of Treasure maps, which is the level 98-man maps. There, there is a level 91-person map. So you want to make sure you bring the right one. Because um, you know, if you don't, then you're going on your own, and everyone's going to wave as you disappear off into your little port. Um, <clears throat> if you're not level 90, uh, they are doing non-90 map nights. Uh, Thanks to Saja, Um, they have a group that will be doing other maps found within those previous expansions. You can check the Discord in the Final Fantasy XIV channel to confirm which level maps are being focused on that week. Also, uh, much like the new raids in WoW, AIE has Sprout Raids on Thursday nights, um, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, These raids will vary in levels. Uh, They're going to be going through all of the 24-player raids in each expansion so far, uh, they've done Crystal Tower, which is level fifty, I believe. Uh, Shadow of Mach, which is sixty, because that's Heaven's Ward. Um, and currently, they're working on the Dark Apocalypse raid s- series. Uh, once that wraps up, they're going to do the new Endwalker Alliance raid, which is the Agleagleagleagleagle uh, raid <laughs> you're talking yeah. about, uh, which is a lot of fun. Um, and then they're going to start over at uh, Crystal Tower and pick up all the level fifties again. So, yep, it's uh, a lot of fun.
2: Some. Alright, in an ESO news. Cool things that the guild has been doing. There is an event in the game right now that lets you earn reward boxes for looting and doing things in the group with guildmates. So, this past Friday was spent roaming through uh, Craiglorn killing all the world bl- bosses. And they've been doing trials. They've bravely gone into 12 person content with about And to 11 people, so they go to 11. Mm -hmm. And they were successful in killing bosses and, of course, having fun. Though with that ESO group, I'm sure you are. Um, And if you're interested in, in running dungeons for pledges, they have two dungeon groups that occasionally need someone to fill in. Check out the Undaunted Enclave channel of Discord for more information. And things that are coming up in the guild. Next Friday's mandatory fun night will be spent, once again, killing world bosses as groups so they can earn more reward... Boxes
1: during the the event and just a reminder there is an event going on right now that i think runs for like 12 days we're in like day three of it so there's stuff to do in the major cities log in get tickets and turn those in for stuff so uh just keep an eye out for that but in sto news the federation colony is still moving well towards tier five KDF is closing in on Tier 3 of the DeLithium and has started Starbase work. Thursday night Fun Night is still happening. They start at 11 p.m. Eastern, and Fun Nights will be on Federation Base, except for the third Thursday of the month, which will then explore the Klingon Defense Force captains. And always, please catch Fleet Action Report on Mondays at 11 p.m. This Monday, they will be heading back to Risa as the summer event has started.
0: Time to go surfing. Alrighty, in Guild Wars 2 news, ArenaNet has just p- pushed a balance patch the other day. Lots of changes, so there is a good chance that your class receives some tender loving care from the devs. Uh, raids now have an emboldened mode, which is similar to the buffs you get in WoW when you wipe on a boss. Uh, this uh, buff will be active on one raid wing each week, and players have the option to disable it if they don't want it there. Uh, strike gold rewards have been rebalanced to make them more well rewarding. Uh, guild stuff is still the same as always, though. Uh, Mondays um, is the mandatory fun nights, and they're doing dungeons and more. Also, still taking donations for the guild hall. I think they need some some uh, some casks of mm-hmm. ale
1: and some wine. Just wine money,
2: throw also, money at them. Yeah. All right, and in news, here's what's happening in Letro for July through. From July through September, uh, late July update thirty three point one. Further adventures of a lot, and my gosh, my
1: words are lawyer. hard.
2: Words are hard. Elidin and you know.
1: Elrohir.
2: Elrohir, thank you. Uh, treasure uh, bungun event. Um, August is Farmers Fair. Mid August, season three of the Legendary Item Reward Track. August 31st, legendary World of Shadowfax allows access to the far
0: Enorian
2: and Waste region and the level crap cap increases to 105. August 31st, shutdown of the Anor legendary server. In, in September, we have coming up um, update 33.2 which is class slash rate combos are expanded. Dwarves and stout axe dwarves can get Captains and wardens, elves and high elves can be burglars, hobbits <laughs> can be lore masters and champions, and humans can play as rune keepers.
0: Okay. Thing an elf be a burglar.
1: I mean everything else on there makes sense. But,
2: <laughs> you know, no, yeah, maybe.
0: <laughs> I mean, they've been around for a long enough time. You're like, you know, what's the one thing I haven't done in this yeah. world? You yeah, know, exactly. I haven't burgled. I haven't burgled.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Uh, all maybe right.
2: They're like, you know, maybe they're like an emo punk elf. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Well, with that, let's find out what we have been doing in and out of game. And, McCullough, why don't we start with you?
2: Oh, okay. Um, Well, Mm. in um, Call of (laughs) Cthulhu, we had our first failed mission. Mm. We were dealing with these time inconsistencies, and we didn't know what was causing them. And we were working with a group of Germans, uh, because it was the only way they could go into Peru to find a lost um, archaeologist. Um, the Peruvian government said, yeah, you can go, but you need to bring Americans with you. And this is um, June 1930.
1: Now, wait a minute. Did you we... go back in time?
2: No, sorry. June 1940. Excuse okay. Me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. We... Oh, yeah, no, wait. Yes. <laughs> that's the end of the story. Yes, we certainly did. <laughs> um, and we were... But the thing was, like, the last thing you remembered was September 1939. And now it's June 1940. And we don't know why. Right. Um, so, come to find. So, we find this guy. The rest of his ex- ex- expedition is missing. We find his notes. He's completely gone insane. There are signs of sacrifice. There is all this terrifying stuff. We can't find the mask that he was sent to find. Um. So we're trying to fig- You know, trying to get him sane. Um we're going to check out this temple the next day. And that night we wake up to just this horrible sound and this horrible feeling of foreboding. And he's out there sacrificing one of the members of the group that came with us. That's not allowed. That's in the bylaws. Right. I know exactly. <laughs> um. So of course, you know, we stopped, we, we to we stop that. Um. But then we start experiencing, but it's exactly what we saw in our vision at the start of this adventure, where there's, you know, we see this man sacrificing somebody, then there's there's gunshot all around, and there's chaos all around, and he's holding a knife, and he's wearing this weird mask, which is the mask, you know, that we know that we're looking for. Um, and it's not quite the name of the mask of Neolithic, but it's really close. I'm like, really? That's what we're doing? <laughs> and we found out this is a god of time.
1: Oh, so come. that's
2: what's been affecting us. And the, and this guy, he had lost his wife and child recently, so he was trying to mess with time, of to was. save them. Yep. So that's what was caused. So we've actually have kept doing this and doing this and doing this. So that's what caused our misti- our missed time zone, our missed timeline. So, we stop the sacrifice, but just like in our vision, one of our party members gets really badly hurt. Also, another one of our party members suffers a bout of madness, and they start running. So, our doctor takes care of our wounded party member. We go running after... Um, the other party member, two of us go running after the other party member that went fleeing, which means. Also, while we're trying to stop him, we have gunfire coming from behind us. Also, we don't know where the Germans were with our (laughs) ass. We have no idea. Um, so we uh, we stabilize our hard-boiled detective. We capture the drag queen because that's who went running off. Um. (laughs) Okay, and she's also our cultist, but she's also our drag queen. Um, and the mask is gone. The Germans have gotten is. the mask, and of course, they are somehow so far ahead of us now. Right. Um. So that's so that's how that that part of the adventure ended. Is that this is the only one of the artifacts we've lost. Now, in the other group that we had split off into, yeah, they got both artifacts. They lost three of the four members. We lost three of the four members, but at least like all the artifacts were recovered. Um, so we skip a month, and we are now, you know, so like some of the party members go back to the uh, America for a while. Um, two of us stay in Europe in, in England, and just start studying everything we can study. Right. That um so, And my character literally goes from, you know, the femme fatale. Yeah, she's an archaeologist, but, you know, she's, you know, loves a good time. The femme fatale likes to have fun, flirts with everybody. To, she suddenly has become a scholar. Like, she's learning Atlantean.
1: Hmm.
2: And she's, like, de- devoted to the war effort. um She finds out that one of her dearest friends has died. He actually died the year before and then Paris falls and she is you know she Paris is her adopted home so she's a mess right um and then what and then you know everybody joins up together and what's really neat or worrisome <laughs> is included in the everyone joining up together is my friend our friend James's character from the prior group who was the only survivor he is also there my character from one of our um Halloween adventures that took place in the 20s who's actually the partner of one of our current characters she's also there. Also on the adventure are three other unnamed characters. Basically, we have backups if we die.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, we there's, have backup there's, if there's gonna we There's
0: going to be die. some death. There's going to be exactly. some
2: deaths. <laughs> so, um we are sent to I th- um no to Greenland. We were sent to the cold one. We're sent to Greenland um because there is um they know the Knockwoofs, which is basically the Nazi version of us. They're an extreme branch of the Thule Society. That tells you how extreme they are. Um they're after something there. Of of course also including in that group is a lady that L has a real big crush on cuz she likes her women dangerous. Um but so but we know that they've gotten there. Um, so we take a um, basically um, one of the arrow boats mm-hmm. over. Um, we get to this island that they've gone to um, and it's clear they're building something. We have the compass that the prior group had this um, gotten, which will basically tell you when you're close to one of the artifacts. Um, and it's you know it's pointing right there. They're building something. We see in the middle of this encamp like all these Tesla coils. And there's eight of them, and all this energy. And of course, it's the it's the um, summer solstice, um, and we're in Greenland, so you can see the aurora borealis and all the like. So they are looking for some massive, massive energy. Right. And then we realize they let us come in here. There's no security. They're expecting us. So we're trying to sneak in and we see somebody with a mask. Mm -hmm. So we, someone tries to sneak in. He's actually doing quite good. We're trying to get closer to get a good shot in in case they find him. I fall down a hill, much like real life. It gets their attention. and then like so, of course a firefight breaks out. and then, like when somebody gets shot, like their blood like stops and then goes into a weird blood tornado. Hmm. and like so there's all the stuff going on. there's this chaos. and then the tornado like goes all rainbowy. and then. The rainbow forms into a bridge, and it's the Bifrost. They (laughs) were building the Bifrost, and then we find ourselves in the fall of Atlantis. Mm. Good thing I just spent the last month learning Atlantean, right? Um, But because, right, because we know that the Nazis were obsessed with, you kind of prove they're from the Atlantean race, yeah, and Mm. that's what this group is doing, and that's why they needed the mask to open up this gate gotcha so yeah that, that's, that's what we have been doing there um, <laughs> yeah good times um, and our other group or actually it's almost the same group our Friday night DM he's, he's had a lot of stuff going on so our regular Call of Cthulhu DM who plays in that D&D game he's like oh I have something build characters it's 1892 what kind of characters <laughs> I don't know just build somebody alright <laughs> one person um builds a she is the bearded lady of a circus, but she's disguised as a dandy because she stole a bunch of stuff. One is a young ingenue who's very, very innocent and loves animals. Uh one is a rabbi. One is a bare knuckles fighter, and I'm a madam. Hmm. We're on a train. <laughs> Going from Denver to Saint, Saint Salt Lake City, we don't know each other, and then the earthquake of 1892 hits, and now we're in a disaster.
1: Look, it's the Donner Party, anyway.
2: It's exactly, <laughs> it really like, really, the Donner Party of Five. Um, so, yeah, um, but it's an eldritch Donner Party, mm. because, of course, something weird is causing it. Um so yeah, yeah, that's um, we're almost wrapped up with that, but it's been a, a fairly fun adventure. We've only lost one, <laughs> um, but basically, it was it was caused by them um, digging in a mine, getting two into the mine, and basically waking up an ancient shadow dragon.
1: As you do, they delve too deep.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's killed everything and it's little shadow creatures, you know, out there attacking stuff. So yeah, that's what we've been up to. A bunch of other game stuff too, but that's the two the two that uh are they are the the more concrete stories?
1: <laughs> sure.
2: Yeah. All right. The ones with the most trouble. There you go.
1: Yes. So Mew, what have you
0: been up to? all kinds of stuff. <laughs> uh so let's see. I did run through the Hildebrand questline yet again um, on an alt because just want to kind of refresh everything and uh, yeah, just reminding myself that it's, it's a great series and it's, it it's is. yeah, it's really well done. It's, it's, it's a nice goofy thing to go on. And uh, it's interesting to see them as they kind of almost are parallel to us in the main story mm-hmm. um, until of course they, they take a break during um, uh, Sh- uh, shadow um, but uh, I do like how they they did when they picked things back up. Uh, yeah. it was it was well done and it, it, it even kind <laughs> of helped explain things a little bit. But, uh, yeah, and it was but, yeah. also
1: a good recap if you forgot what happened in the previous expansion.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it was uh, it was also kind of interesting to to see like because I was trying to think back it's like it's like, yeah, they've been in every exp- expansion, right? No, but what happened to Stormblood? Oh, that's it. right. No, no, no. They didn't skip Stormblood. They skipped half of Stormblood. Right. They went straight to Kagani. <laughs> they were yes. like, we don't want to we don't want to deal with whatever's going on over there with with Lisa and all them. No, no. We're going straight to Kagani. We're going yeah. to where all the fun stuff is. That's so right. <clears throat> Yeah, and it makes sense. I mean, you know, the the first part of, of that expansion was essentially in an active war zone. Yeah. And true. you really don't want a Hildebrand there. Like No. Um, uh, yeah, no. That's wow, that would be that bad. would be what yeah. <laughs> but uh but yeah no the the gentleman of light uh, uh reappears and they explain it all and and even explain you know why he wasn't around for uh, uh So it's, not... it's kind of cool. Um uh then uh just trying to I mean just, uh, you know just spending a lot of time in final fantasy it's 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 been really There's easy to stay in there and do. not get <laughs> Well and it's unlike some games it's not easy to get burnt out like no. <clears throat> it is so varied there's no mm-hmm. mandatory anything there's no tedious anything uh, unless you really want to and you know uh, if you're into that great go for it but you know there's no you just have fun it's it's kind of a weird concept to go into the game and enjoy it <laughs> it's yeah it, it, anyway um then yeah and then uh as a a uh kind of a because I like to have, like, two things that I'm doing and kind of bouncing off of, so I, to help with making sure I don't get burnt out, Um, I've been playing uh, Guild Wars 2, and, uh, I never got mounts, so I went through the uh, Path of Fire stuff, or at least the beginning of it, and, uh, got my Raptor mount, and have been, you know, running amok with that thing. So, but, uh, I have uh, also learned that I probably shouldn't be soloing as an elementalist um, because they are extremely gas cannons. I thought gas, glass cannons were or bad, and wow, um, the the Guild Wars Two glass cannon like like they look at you finding you fall over as an elementalist. Um, well, it's not good. No, no, it's, and uh, it's I'm, they expect you to do, apparently do some um, elemental switching. It's an elementalist. They want you to be you know using all the elementals. Um, you know, fire is kind of expected to be, like, the big damage. Well, they don't expect you to stay there. Like, they want you to, to switch. Because you it's the, their gimmick is you switch to fire, to water, to wind, to earth. Okay. Um, and it changes, like, your entire bar. Or whatever you're doing. And, Hi, Beanie. How you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, they, they kind of expect you to, you know, switch over to, like, you know, water is, 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 has some healing stuff. Um, uh, wind is more crowd control... Uh, Earth is kind of more, you know, protect and, and you slow right. things down and, and then fires when you do the damage. So they want you to basically stance dance as an elementalist uh, to okay. keep yourself alive and also run. <laughs> so run. Essentially, yeah. So not only are you having to stance dance, but you're having to make sure that you stay out of range of whatever's trying to kill you. Because for whatever reason, even though they're the same level, they hurt. And mm-hmm. I, it's just weird. So I've I've been playing um, also with an with an engineer to see if maybe the engineer might be a little better and it's actually right. kind of fun it's uh it, it feels like it they're a bit sturdier and uh you know it's it's kind of fun to have a shotgun and uh, throw nets at things it slow them down And if they get too close you pull out the shotgun and blast them back <laughs> so but uh, you know maybe that'll maybe I'll make that more of a main instead of the elementalist but. Uh, mm. I think I might have a better time if I can find something that can survive a little better out in the wild because, yeah, it's it's not fun to die over and over and over again. Um, yeah. So. But, uh, yeah, getting the mount was definitely, like, a game changer because up until now, I, I had only ever played Guild Wars 2 without a mount, so you're you know, uh, running everywhere. Right. And, and so, um, yeah, it's a totally different game. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to unlocking some of the other ones because I guess there's a dragon, so I can see, you know, what... Uh, what WoW is stealing their dragon mounts from? Um, <laughs> and uh, I guess there's like a weird little beetle that goes super fast, um, a little little beetle bug. And there's some kind of a hopping, like a there's a frog or a rabbit or something. You can like do super hops to go, you know, super vertical. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting. It's an interesting way of doing mounts. Like they, you know, they they basically have like it's a mount type, and then you get skins for all the okay. mount types.
1: That makes sense. So it's a
0: different setup. Yeah, it's a different setup. Like they, they make the they make the mounts practical instead of just a way of flying around. Like it's you know, it makes a lot of sense. So you can um, transmog
1: your mounts, essentially.
0: <laughs> yes, essentially, yeah. Yeah, and I and I like it. Like it's kind of funny as you're I'm I'm in you know that this very eastern looking, like long dragon type raptor mount, and then a um a plushie starts hopping by. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <And> it's <laughs> this bright neon green, like like fully made out of plush plushie mount. Mm-hmm. So, they are definitely very inventive in their mount skins. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's no, been fun. It's especially because the the zone you get the the, um, the raptor mount in. Every now and then they have a uh, their their public event is a raptor race. Oh. So they have you race throughout the whole zone on your raptor, and it's like lots of jumping over stuff and and fun stuff like that. So kind of helps you learn how to use the raptor a little better. But uh, yeah, it's it's been interesting uh, doing some of that stuff is you know, good Wars two has been around for a while and it's you know, essentially free after you buy the thing. So, you know, it's always there to get to and it's been nice content. Um, uh, but, uh, and yeah, that's probably enough out of me. Uh, so we should probably see what, uh, tet has been up to.
1: Um, oh, hang on. I got visitor coming. Cat. Get uh, Hang on. <laughs> Let me move the controller. Uh, okay. There we go. All cat. right. Fine. There.
0: So he's been up to cat.
1: He's been up to cat. Um, I had to move the controller because I have been. Uh, so I got all caught up with the 615 stuff in Final Fantasy 14. So I did Tataru's grand endeavor. Hey, I got it right the first try. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, it's tough because everyone wants to say Tataru's grand adventure or something other than endeavor, but it's endeavor. It's uh, Yes,
0: yeah, she's endeavoring to do things. She's exactly. not adventuring.
1: Uh, we're adventuring because of her endeavoring, but yeah, it's another story. <laughs> um, I got the Alpha and Omega story caught up as far as I can tell. Uh, to that's current, and
0: then, there'll be more to come, of course.
1: Yep, and then I did the Hildebrand because that—that's honestly that was the first thing I ran into. Like, I went looking for the six one five stuff because, uh, if it's not the main story quest you know, it doesn't tell you where to go. So I'm like, well, I'll just go to a, you know, I'll just go to one of the major cities. And the first thing I stumbled across was the Hildebrandt quest. And then I had to go looking for the, the other stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. so I got that done. That was really well done. And then I realized that I had, I started the custom deliveries, uh, with a um, very fun quest line. I'm loving it so far. Um, and I realized while I was doing that, that I had not finished up the studium. Um,
0: I still need to do that too.
1: Okay. Emiliance is custom deliveries. The studium is the profession uh, crafting slash gathering stories, Um, Mm -hmm. but they grouped them this time. So instead of being uh, like what eight and three, I think it's yeah. Instead of eight and three stories, there's one for gathering, and then like goldsmith,
0: mm. black because there's there's one guy that only does fishing, and then there's right. another guy that does the other two.
1: Right, there's fishing, and then there's the mining, herbalism, um, mm. and then there's the one that does like it's goldsmith, blacksmithing, you know, leatherworking, cloth. There's basically they break it up. Um, so it's a total of five five quests: the so three three crafting, the fishing, and the gathering. I think is how it works out. Um, something like that. No. Yeah, but I had I had not finished up two of them Um, because I realized the nice thing is when they do something like that, there's always a another quest that goes on top once you complete those those quests and i forgot about that so now i'm like okay well while i'm doing the amelian stuff now that i'm in crafting mode let me let me go take care of that so i started on that um and got that finished up and then realized i hadn't started the Arcadoa. how do you say that arkadova the hippo riders uh tribal quest so I yeah. had to go start that. <laughs> go to Razadan and you know start start that whole thing. Um, which is really fun. That's oh yeah. Good lord, that's a blast. That whole storyline is amazing. Um and then I was looking through my reputation, because that's where you track the tribal quests, is in your reputation, um and realized I had not finished up um Ratika Greatwood or um not dwarfs. Lake- yeah, the dwarfs are in Lake. Lakeland. Lakeland, um, and then I, you know, I kept looking back. I'm like, oh, I, because I'd finished the um, pixies because that was mm-hmm. the one you used for leveling everything. Yep. Uh, leveling classes, not jobs. Um, and so I'd finished the pixies, but then I realized I hadn't done the the other two. So now I'm back to doing those and if i get so far i've spaced it out almost to get like three the reputation flips three and then i can go do the other uh, two and that takes care of my 12 for the day um, but occasionally i'll have one more and then i have to go back to foundation because i never i didn't realize that they added a second um tribal quest in foundation once you finished it so there's one with the uh, dragon, the whelpling. And then there's another one with the professor or not the professor, mm. the, um, the high houses, one for the high houses. So now I've got to get those cut up. Um, but like you said, you know, it's final fantasy 14. It's like, this leads to this leads to this. And you just, mm-hmm. you go down a rabbit hole and it's, yeah. it's crazy. um, so I've got all that done. Uh I found out I am still really bad at playing Final Fantasy 14 when it comes to <laughs> raiding and dungeon like the 8-man content. I'm doing the um the four the four rings of the one where you you have to go back in time and investigate why the Special area with all the very dangerous creations are escaping. Have you done that?
0: Oh, oh, you're talking about the, the current rate tier. Is that the current? Regular rates. Yeah, the current rate tier. Because it's 8-person, it's
1: not the 24, right?
0: Correct. Yeah. Yeah, 24 is alliance rating, and you're, you're talking about normal rating.
1: Okay. Yeah, so I'm really bad at that. I like die <laughs> all. The, I apologize when I get into the raid and go, "I'm going to die." And they're like, "Here, follow this." I said, "Okay, I'll follow this." Still I'm die. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um,
0: well, okay so
2: that's how I raid.
1: Well, part of it is because I'm barely at the item level needed to get in, mm-hmm. and, and I that actually ha- is important. Yeah, yeah. You and, need and I to don't have, have anything gemmed or uh, sorry, material. Oh, I don't have all the oh, material. Yeah, put there in you gear. go. Um, because I kept. Flipping over gear, so I was like, "Well, I'll just hold on to all this stuff and never melded it." And so now I've got to go back and do all that. So well, you, know, you can,
0: you know, you can unmeld it and use the same piece in the next piece, right? I'm
1: squishy, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> Um. So yeah, my bard is my bard is squishy, um, but I'm having fun. You know, like I said, Final Fantasy 14. You go in, tell them you're new, tell them it's your first time in there, tell them you're gonna die a lot. They're fine with it. it they'll help. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, especially and, in the uh, normal rates. It's, it's Savage where they might get a little perturbed if you're not fully melded. Oh,
1: no, I wouldn't even go near Savage without yeah, actually no, well, you, watching you need, videos on stuff. And,
0: well, you definitely like it's definitely a better experience in the static, too. That's the, oh, uh, yeah. a big no, 100%. Part to,
1: yeah. I
0: mean, um, you, you can party find it. It's just it's not as a good of an experience, honestly.
1: No, no. So I did, I did that. Um, so that's kind of my dailies. In fact, I still have to do those. For today, I've been kind of doing those daily. And then I was logging into ESO to get the daily rewards and then realized listening to um, Raven from Girls Gone Wild and Shanty Man, who's in the Girls Gone Wild community, started a podcast called The Tenth Divine. And they were talking about stuff they were doing in ESO. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to finish up Cold Harbor. Um, So I finally finished up Cold Harbor on my Dragon Knight, and then that unlocked the next piece of the main story quest to continue that. But while I was in there, I realized I have both the Fighter Guild and the Mages Guild storylines going, so I've got to finish those. And, you know, it's just as good as Final Fantasy Fantasy fourteen for that. Um, I've got all my crafting dailies. Um, By the way, I love, there's a there's an add on for writs, uh, that basically you walk up to the writ board and it pulls all the quests down for you and tells you what you have to do. And then you walk over to the crafting area, click the crafting area, and it will tell you whether or not you have the materials and cue them up so you can make them. And then you just go deliver them. So it's really nice. Um, but yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with that. Um, been playing diablo Immortal off and on because regardless of the pay to win aspect of it (laughs) it's a fun game i'm sorry they regardless of what the pay pay to win stance is that's a fun game it plays well on your phone on your tablet even Mm -hmm. on the computer although the buttons get stuck sometimes on my mage i don't know why um but it's a very fun game, and, and I, we're having a lot of fun. We do have a, a guild clan. It's a clan. Yes, clan, clan. and war bands. It, there's an eight-person war band that you can create, but there is a clan. So we have a level 30. You you have to be level 30 to join clan. It's the adventuring clan. And then we we have the shadow version of it, which starts at 42, um, and that lasts as a shadow guild for the cycle of the immortals and then flips back to an adventuring guild. And then you flip it back to a shadow guild for the, for the next cycle. Um, not a big deal, but we're still getting, you know, getting our feet wet and, and under all that. So, um, but again, it's got dailies and, and stuff to do. I'm, I'm having a blast with it. It's, it's a very... It's a very fun mechanical part of the game if you completely ignore the pay for pay for, pay to win stuff. Mm.
0: Um, and even if, if you, f- you pay to win, though, you'll never get it all. Apparently. Oh no! Right, no right.
1: Don't don't <laughs> don't throw any money at it. Um, and the nice thing is, like, if you get behind, like, I logged in and I hadn't been playing my Paragon leveled character because once you get to sixty, it switches to Paragon, and it's like you're because the the server level goes up by two paragon levels every day. And that's what they're expecting. That, that That's what they're setting the pace is. So if you fall behind that, they give you extra XP bonus to catch up. And if you're above it, they take away XP to slow you down. So they're trying to okay. keep the community within a range. But mm-hmm. I logged in today, yesterday or today, and I'm like at level 35. I think the the Paragon level is like 70 for the server or something. Um, and so the XP bonus is like 260%. Why? So yeah, you can catch up easily, but, um, so I've been, I've been playing that. Um, but mostly it's been, um, ESO and, uh, Final Fantasy 14, uh, is where a lot of my time has been when I'm not poking at Diablo Immortals. So, um, a lot of fun. But I think, unless there's anything else, I think that's going to be our show for tonight. Oh. Right. All right. Uh, while the chat room begins suggesting show titles, we want to thank us, thank you, for joining us tonight. I thank you. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you, chat room.
0: Thank you all around. If you have any questions or comments about our show, you can email us at podcast.eieguild.org at gmail.com. It's new.
1: It's new. It's a pain in the the, butt, but the other one eh, wasn't working, so
0: yeah. But hey, this one works. Uh, You can also follow us on Twitter. Um, The show itself is at EIE Podcast. I am at the Bucow. Macala is at Cyberwave. And Tetsami is at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday-ish. You know we don't skip a day. Um, at about oh, eight p.m. Eastern, and yeah, the holidays, eight p.m. Eastern and five p.m. Pacific. And you can join us in the chat room in Discord. Um, it's uh, also on the website version of uh, of things. Is at aie-guild.org/podcast-live-stream. If you want to watch us live on that website. Uh, the Discord um, link, if you don't have that already, is aie-guild.info slash discord. If you need any past episodes and you want to see our faces, uh, you can go to the YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash c slash the AIE podcast. The theme for the show was done by the amazing Andrew Allen. Uh, follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, andrewallenmusic.com.
2: Awesome. And we don't have any segments this week, but if you do decide that you want to try your hand at making one, we'd love to have it. We ask it to be about what? 90 seconds.
1: Yeah. 90, to um, 120.
2: Like yep. And also, or if you want um, your podcast kind of promoted a little snippet would, that would be great too. As, as a segment.
1: All right. And next time we will be talking to Dr. Gamology, an AIE member. Uh, who also generates SOTOR content and is uh, deals with uh, psychological uh, studies as well. So he has a very unique set of skills, and he is going to come on and talk about his time in Final Fantasy XIV, uh, the psych panels he's done, uh, Final Fantasy research findings, and his Game of Persona podcast. So, until then, AIE... This is Tetsemi. This is Mucow.
2: This is Makala.
1: And this has been the AIE Podcast.